Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, Santa Monica on a Friday night, and we're hungry. Ordered burgers on an app about a half hour ago, and from down the streets, a headlight, except this one's on the sidewalk. And who comes rolling up? Well, actually, what comes rolling up is one of those delivery robots. You can hear it there doing like a three-point turn, kind of getting situated before the lid pops and it has the food inside. Have you seen these? Some people think they're annoying, but to each their own. I think they're kind of cute. But how do they work? I've got questions. All right, let this be your excuse to order some delivery and see if you get one of these things. Welcome to the show, by the way. Mike here. Thanks for listening. Today, it's robots that bring you your food. Quick pause, or if you've got headphones, like listen and search if you need to, because I realize not everywhere has these yet, but we've got a lot of them here in LA. College campuses have a lot. Maybe you've seen them on TV or on the news. But again, if you need to, Google delivery robot and then go to images. You will see plenty. They're like rolling boxes, like an ice chest with wheels. Few feet tall, few feet wide. Sometimes a little flag that blows around in the wind when it gets going. Sometimes a smiley face or googly eyes on the front. They're from Amazon, they're from Postmates, they're from Coco, and they are from Starship Technologies. Sure, you know, we have over 1,700 robots out there running around in three-plus dozen different uh, deployments in cities and campuses. Alistair Westgarth, king of the robots, on his business card, though, it's uh, CEO of Starship Technologies. It's a blast. We get notes, cards, drawings, just uh, <laughs> celebrating the robots. It's amazing. And what do you think it is? At least for some, they are still very new. Like, this is a novel concept. You know, in the early days, it's like, wow, I can't believe this works. You know, it, where where's the human with the remote control? Well, there is no human. So it, you know, there's a fascination there. Yeah, let's stop right there and talk about that. They're what we call level four autonomous. So there's... There's nobody driving, looking at a computer screen, pointing the robot where to go. We have remote operators in the event that the robot has trouble, but 99% of the time, the robots are making their own decisions. They're driving themselves without human intervention. And how does it do that? How does it drive itself? Sure. Like the robot is just littered with sensors. It's got radar, it's got ultrasonics, it's got nine plus cameras in the robot. So in the morning when the hub doors are open up, the robots go out and the first thing they do is like, where am I? And at that point, when a command goes to the robot to say, go to Starbucks, the robot drives down the area that it is allowed to drive. If we went and had a look at the panels where we can see robot operation, it would look like green lanes all over the place. So they stay on the green lanes, which could be a sidewalk, a bike lane, a right of way in that lane. Until the moment where it can't, for whatever the reason. At that point, it would call home and say, you know, hello, I need some assistance. So let's get an example of that. Let's just assume it's a large sidewalk, three, four people wide. And the robot's going along, it sees construction. And because that sidewalk's wide, it'll just go around the construction. But then say it's on a bike lane and the entire bike lane is dug up. and There's just a huge hole there. And then there's just grass or fields to the side. The robot's not allowed to go there. So that's when it phones home and says, hey, you with the joystick or the keyboard, give me some help here and put me back on the road I'm supposed to be on. They're pretty good when it comes to us, when it comes to people. It will stop, try and go around them, 
But if it can't, it will ask the person if they could please proceed. Excuse me, I have my job to do. Yeah, you heard him right. The robots, they talk. Here's your delivery. They also play songs, apparently. Sometimes you can request it. I don't know what's next. Light show, dancing, gives you a balloon. Thanks. Have a nice day. Uh, thank you, little guy. You're doing a heck of a job. There goes another one. They use the crosswalks. I'm gonna stop down here for a second and make some distinctions because Alistair is from Starship. White and black, six wheels if you're looking on your Google search. If you've got something orange and pink with four wheels and it says Coco on it, well, those are the Cocos. And the Cocos, they have drivers. The LA Times did a great profile on some of the drivers, so credit to them pulling out some lines here. It says about 150 pilots, that's who they employ, lots of Gen Zers. Experience playing video games is a major plus. And this driver quoted as saying, one of the hardest parts is actually the vantage point, because when you get close to a whole bunch of people, all you see is a bunch of legs moving around your screen. So take your selfie, and then keep going, because that little guy's got a delivery to make. I also realize I keep calling the robots little guys, I'm humanizing them, and that was something that they knew we were going to do. Oh, absolutely, and it's definitely intentional, and I think all hats off to whoever makes these design decisions, because they really seem to work. A quick detour here with Gina Cox, organizational psychologist and executive coach. She says it's in our nature to give things agency. We respond to movements or to faces or to something that kind of sort of might look like a face. Actually, in my office, there's this little thing on my bookshelf behind me, a vacuum cleaner to clean my desk <laughs> of crumbs, but it is in the form of a little bug, a ladybug. The reason it's in the form of a ladybug is because my daughter knows I love ladybugs, and it has that sort of feeling of something that's alive, and so it, it compels me to want to use it more. I could see it there in the Zoom. And yeah, it was cute. Sometimes it's just about putting eyeballs on something. It's hardwired into us. We don't stop and think about, oh, look, there are two eyes. It might be a human. It happens so very quickly, like so many other decision-making processes that occur in our brains. Basically, we love a shortcut. And she does point out the reverse is also true. If you've seen the robots that have four legs, kind of dog-looking ones or spider-looking ones, a lot of people, they do not like those Get it away from me. Yeah, I think the ones that look more insect-like are a little bit freaky, although they seem <laughs> to be more efficient. Like they can walk, go faster and do things more quickly. Our brain will help us figure out, is it something I should approach or yeah. something I should avoid? And so the designers have to be careful because then that gets into the awkward, cringy, creepy, I don't know, this is out of my control. So it's a funny Thing, how our brains are making even those kinds of decisions, something that is compelling and attractive could quickly uh, become uh, overwhelming and too much. I would rather it roll than walk. Yeah, yes. 100%. <laughs> yes. That's a good summary. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Gina. Now let's get back to Alistair. Where do you see this going as we move forward in terms of deliveries via cars and bikes, scooters versus the robots? What's interesting, you know, we saw a dip when the worst stages of the pandemic went to the wayside and then it picked back up again. So it's sort of like people got a taste of it and decided, you know what, for casual shopping or if I need quick restaurant food, I don't really need to get in my car. I don't need to burn up an hour of my day to buy this. We got this sort of, you know, on demand and now accelerated with Amazon and Amazon Prime. Like I sometimes feel quite embarrassed with the amount of Amazon boxes oh that show up at my I don't, house. I don't count my orders anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I can still go down to the hardware store downtown, but Nine times out of 10, I just go on the Amazon and order it. At the end of the day, the demand for uh, quick commerce is not going to go away. 
And I guess that means the robots aren't going anyplace either. If you haven't seen one yet, next time you're at dinner, look out that window, see if one zooms by. Or uh, sometimes they line them up like two or three outside, just like they're waiting to go. Like, hey, somebody give me an order. I got a job to do around here. Thanks for listening. Send me more questions. I've got questions at odyssey.com. A-U-D-A-C-Y. I just went through the emails this week and sent back replies saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so yeah, topics, send them my way. If you like the show, please rate and review if you're on Apple. And then we'll do this again next week. This comes from KNX News 97.1 FM in Los Angeles. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.